Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We're in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. They found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Get your Rocket Mortgage on, son. Our toll-free line, 855-2124-CBS, brought to you by Geico. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. All of my college and pro football snags are posted. My picks are posted for the week. All the games, I already hit Troy tonight for you. And I hit a bunch of NHL games tonight as well. And we're going to hit tomorrow baseball. UCLA, Stanford, there's other college football games, and Kansas City, Denver tomorrow night's going to be a kick-ass show. Get on PharrellOnTheBench.com, sign up, try it, you'll like it, chicks dig me. And remember this, hide the money from your wife, you're going to need to, because you're going to make fat stacks. I got ooh. All right, so, uh, Carver High, this is a grim uh, subject. But I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up. Uh, Errol Spence, our buddy, who uh, we went to see fight in Los Angeles. And I've seen fight many times. Guy's making tons of money. Um, You know, we all know what happened. Driving 100 miles an hour at 3 in the morning in Dallas in his Ferrari. And he flipped it a bunch of times and was ejected from the car. And somehow, by the grace of God, he didn't break any bones. Right? Is that the crazy... Just that he's alive is is uh, absolutely stunning in itself. That's it's got to be the craziest thing I've ever heard of. How is someone going 100 miles an hour, ejected from a car, thrown 50 yards down the road on cement on a freeway, and you don't break any bones, and you and you, you're in ICU, but you didn't break any bones, and you walk away from it? How crazy is that, right? But we all knew something had to be going on that night, right? You don't just drive 100 miles an hour at 3 in the morning unless you're in a hurry or you're drunk. He was drunk. So they're saying he was D, you know, DUI, DWI, doesn't matter. Call it whatever you want. He He's busted. So, you know, what's really weird about it is, if you ask me, is that it won't take long before he makes another $50, $75 million in his next fight, right? They don't care that he's a drunk driver, and he could have killed himself and everyone else. That guy is so lucky that he didn't kill himself or others because he was going 100 miles an hour in his fast, you know, $250,000 car, and he had no regard for anyone else's human life, right? When you're driving 100 and you flip your Ferrari, you have no regard for anyone, including yourself. So let's get real here for a minute, and they're going to reward him. He's going to make, you know, 50, 75 million his next fight. Let, let's get real. It's somewhere in that neighborhood, right? He doesn't make $100 million a fight like your boy Mayweather, but he's close. He's making $50 million. And uh, I'll tell you what. It, it disgusts me that they're going to give him more money so he can go get another Ferrari and go kill somebody because he was drunk driving. And, you know, to me, the guy's a loser now. I, you know, I was a big fan of his, and uh, I like his work. I like the way he fights. I think he's a great fighter. I thought that was a great fight I went to with Porter. And um, everybody's sucking up to him when he was in ICU. We love you. We're praying for you. All this other stuff. That's great. Do y'all, you know, 
do you all pray for the drunk drivers? Is that what you do? Because, you know, I don't. I don't I don't pray for drunk drivers, okay? The people driving their missiles down the road, you know, driving 100 miles an hour, and they'll kill anyone in their path because they're drunk, and they get, they're getting their rocks off, you know, because look at me. Look at me driving 100 in my fast Ferrari or anyone else for that matter. I'm not a fan of drunk drivers, okay? And the fact that they let drunk drivers just keep driving drunk three, four, five DUIs later, I mean, I know people that are, uh, some of my best friends are DUI lawyers. They're all filthy rich living in mansions. You know why? Because they just keep letting drunk drivers drive drunk. That's what they do, this country. In this country, they don't care if you're drinking or doing drugs. Because you know what it is? They just make money off of you. Okay? They don't care that you're out there killing people. They just know that they're going to make money off of you. It's no different in this city. Now, you know what they do, Carver? It's 30 miles an hour now in the city. You drive 35, 40 now. They take a picture of your car. You're buzzed. They get to send it to you in the mail. They don't even get a cop to get you anymore. They just send you the ticket and a picture of your license plate driving through the intersection doing 40 when the speed limit's 30. They will make money any way they can. Tickets, speeding, drunk drivers, high drivers, smoking drivers, you know, on weed, pills. They'll get you. They're taking blood tests now on the side of the road. But it's okay for Errol Spence to drive drunk, right? Give him a let's give him another fifty million dollar fight next, you know, three months from now, right? It's okay as long as he's a superstar athlete. It's okay if you're a drunk and you're a you know a, a multi millionaire superstar champion fighter. No one, no one, no one will hold it against you if you're a drunk driving, you know, missile driving killer. Is what you are. That's what you are. And to me, I've lost all respect for the guy. I'm sorry, you lose. You can have him Dallas. You can have him Texas. Go stick it in your ear. He's a drunk driver. That's what he is. He's an he's an idiot. He should have. You know what he should have done is he should have flown out of that car and be dead. And then everybody else in his path, he could have killed too, because he didn't care about anybody that night, let alone himself. So there you go, uh, Mr. Hero, big shot boxer, was a drunk driver at 3 in the morning. You knew he was drunk or high because no one drives 100 miles an hour at 3 in the morning. I don't care who you are. I tell you all the time, Mavi, what is the one thing I tell you about the hardest part of our job? Dodging the drunks on the way home. I mean, honest to God, it is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I leave here at 3 in the morning, and I see more drunk drivers than anyone on earth except for cops, because they see them too. And they are so easy to spot. I mean, they are so easy. Mavia, name one night you've driven with me in your life in the last 15 years. You haven't seen at least five drunk drivers at 3 in the morning swerving all over the road, lane to lane, and we see it all the time, and it's the most obvious thing in the world. You never see it until you go out at 3 in the morning and you see it because there, there's nobody on the road except drunks. It's constant, especially once you get to, like, Thursday, Friday night. Oh, Friday night's automatic. I mean, we see 15, 20 drunk drivers every Friday night. Do we not? We do. And what do I do when I drive by them? I turn my car light on and I, I give them to the, have another drink. Have another drink. Because you're not fooling me. You're, and there, you know what the other thing is? Is there anything funnier than the drunk driver that drives slow? Because he thinks he's going to, you know, make it home. You know, because the speed limit's 50. I'm going to drive 30 because I'm drunk. I'm so drunk I can't figure out what lane I'm in. But I'm, gonna, I'm just going to drive slow then. That's just that's just as bad as driving fast. The drunk driver that's doing 30 in a 60, you know what I mean? Screw Errol Spence. He's a drunk. You lose. I, I wish nothing but ill will on you. I don't give a crap what anybody says. Kiss my ass. You're a drunk driver. That's who you are. You're lucky you're alive, you punk ass. I hope you lose your next fight, too.
I'm not a fan anymore at all. Because he could have killed 15 people that night with his stupid actions. And I'm not giving anybody a break. I don't give drunks breaks. Because I used to drink my face off. Mavi, did you ever see me drunk driving? Never, even when you used to drink. <laughs> you better believe it. Because I'm not stupid. That guy, are you kidding me? What an idiot. What a loser. I don't care what anybody says. So call me up and tell me what a jerk I am. You don't see me doing it. So you can have it. You can have him. I don't care. He's a drunk driver. He's a liar. That's all there is. To, oh, let's all pray for Errol. Oh, let's all, oh, Jesus will come and help him. God bless you, my brother. I love you so much. And if anything you need, we love you. We love you so much. I don't love anyone that drunk drives, okay? I don't love anybody that drunk drives. That's it. Can I repeat myself any further? Idiot. You know what? It would have been better off if he broke 15, 20 bones, right? So I don't have to sit there. This guy's walking away from this. You know what? The only way you learn your lesson, in my opinion, is if he would have killed five people. Then he would have learned the hard way because he would have done time. And he probably wouldn't have done time anyway because he's so rich he would have paid for a lawyer to get him out of it. By the time they're done with you, if you're rich enough, you weren't even driving the car. He wasn't even drinking. It wasn't even there. You know what I mean? Uh, these good lawyers, and trust me, I know them. And you went to dinner with one the other night, Carver High. He could have got him off. He's gotten 15 chargers off drunk driving. Uh, and counting. I could tell you how many pro athletes he's gotten out of drunk driving charges. Because they all drink and drive. And, they, and they're all idiots. Anyone that does it's an idiot. And, you know, screw you. I don't care what you think of me. How you like them apples? Francis in Vegas. Uh, Pharrell, I agree 100% with you. I've seen it in my family and very much on the DUIs and drunk drivers. They never do anything to them. They Not never do anything to them. What do they do? They Not give them, they give them a fine and they give them tickets and they get and they make them go to some stupid ass class. Let me tell you something. I'm going to spend my entire life taking tests. I take them at this company, I take them at this other place I do basketball. People are always making me take tests. And you know what they do to drunk drivers? Nothing. They do nothing to drunk drivers, but they make people that have normal lives take tests all the time. I'm taking all these harassment tests and all this other stupid nonsense. Meanwhile, the suits are the one harassing women, not me. I'll tell you another thing. I'm sick and tired of taking tests, and when they get drunk drivers, they make them go to some stupid-ass class. Please. I, you know what they do? They go to the class high, because I used to do it. They used to make me go, you know, oh, you got to go to meetings because you're a drunk. I'm like, okay, I'll sit in the parking lot at the meeting and blow a doobie before I go in and sit and listen to all these idiots give me advice on my life. Thank you very much. Never get hurt. They never, they kill everybody and That's, they walk away from there. And then they never, wreck. they never take their license from them. They just keep letting them drive. That's what's wrong with this country. I was going to call you about, there is, uh, about the respect thing. There was an old sports talk host back in the 90s with Papa Joe Chevalier, Bobby Kemp, Bob Kemp. I yeah, know I know Bob. He, when, when somebody would talk about the respect, he always played the Aretha Franklin song. And I thought that would be neat if he did something yeah. like that. I worked with him in uh, like 93 when I was at uh, Sports Entertainment Network. And uh, he did late nights too. And I remember him. And, um, you know, uh, we've already discussed this all night, the whole respect thing with, you know, you don't respect our GM enough. Whatever. I mean, seriously. Honestly, I have better things to do with my day than worry about this Ujiri guy in Toronto. He's done a great job. What do you want? You want us to have a cake and candles for him? Maybe some gifts? Maybe a new car? Maybe we get him a gig on Oprah? You know, what What do you want? I, I don't understand what people want. <laughs> it's, just, it's unbelievable to me. 
Can you even argue with me about this Errol Spence guy? Are you kidding me? Either one of you? Are you going to even, what do you have to say about it? You think, uh, and what's going to happen to him besides nothing? Nothing's going to happen to him. Right, he'll plead down, do some community service, and that's it. He's not going to, nothing. He's not going to. say he's a drunk. Nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing. It never happens to these guys. It's unbelievable. He'll fight again, he'll make another 50 million. It's over. But it's, it's absolute BS. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. I mean, Mayweather went to jail for beating up his baby mama, and they still gave him $100 million, $300 million. Like, if you, as long as you're good and you can fight and you can beat somebody up on t- pay-per-view, they don't care. They'll let it go. Do you remember the guy that uh, the Shields, Clarissa Shields' brother or something, got in a fight? With yeah, the, knocked out the other trainer. So now he's facing 10 years. He got assault uh, charges. He's facing 10 years. He's not going to get any time. But he's going to get, you know, a fine, right? And and that'll be it. He'll get a, a stiff lesson in financial loss is what that'll be. He'll have to, you know, plead his way out of it and pay his way out of it. But the, the problem is what they do with all these people is the, the wife beaters and the drunks and the drug addicts and the, um, you know, uh, drunk drivers and all this stuff is that uh, not, nothing ever happens to them. So they never pay the consequences. I mean— Nothing. I mean, how many guys have actually lost something? And, you know, it's funny. They get rid of Colin Kaepernick because he kneeled in the national anthem, right? But they let wife beaters just do whatever they want. They can just keep playing and getting paid. They don't care if they beat women at all. What they try to do is uh, they try to have, they make a stand against it when it happens. Like, we vehemently oppose this, any type of, of you know, battering of women and, and the treatment of women is just horrific. We're not going to have it here. We're not going to have harassment. We're not going to have uh, wife beating. We're not going to have uh, domestic violence. We're not going to have it. But they all have it. And then they do nothing about it. Nothing ever Nothing ever changes. Nothing ever changes, and it never stops. You know, I, get, I keep hearing about how uh, I've been hearing about domestic violence now for the last six or seven years. Every month on this show, that's all I ever hear about, right? Nothing ever happens to any of them. Ray Rice, the only guy that ever lost anything. Is that about right? Who else? Who else lost it? Greg Hardy didn't lose anything. He's making money. He's fighting in the UFC. Right? Didn't he throw her across the room on a stack of guns? Nothing happened to him. I mean, what happened to him? His football career was over anyway. So, whatever. Have another drink, Errol. 855-212-4CBS. That's Pharrell. Get it right. It's F-E-R-R-A-L-L. Say whatever you want about me. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. All right, let's go through a couple things here real quick. A, the podcast of the show is very popular. Uh, as I've told you many times, chicks dig me. So the podcast is hugely successful. And uh, you can listen to it after every show, late night. Uh, we put it out after the show, immediately after the show. Like, it, in the, like w- within, what, a half hour after the show ends, it's on there. On Twitter, at Scott Pharrell, at On the Bench CBS, and also on Facebook, uh, dot com slash Pharrell on the bench. The uh, show, as you know, a, a lot of nights, like there's a game on, a sport, hockey, basketball, football, college pro, otherwise, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football, and we get preempted, right? So people don't hear me, and they're like, they complain, they get mad. They're like, what happened to the show? I want Pharrell on the bench, blah, blah, blah. And then other people write in and say, I hate Pharrell on the bench. I hope he dies, which I can understand unequivocally. But let me say this is that it's a simple way to deal with getting around that problem. It, you know, download the radio.com app. It's free. And you can listen to all four hours. They have some new feature on there now. It's like uh, Rewind or something. I don't even know what it is. It's like this high-end. Do you know anything about it, Mafia? 
Have you seen the new Entercom? Yeah, I think you could pause, rewind, and, and control live radio. You know, in case you miss something, you go back and listen. It's not that uh, you can't go and you're just past it. You can go check it out and see what you missed. There you go. So uh, you can listen on radio.com. The app's kick ass. Download it for free. You'll love it. Secondly, we're on the CBS Sports app every night. Free. You can listen to all four hours. Never preempted. Sirius XM app. We're on that. Just look up Pharrell and a Bench CBS Sports Radio. You'll see that on Sirius XM. And then we're on Ask Alexa, play CBS Sports Radio. Boom. All those work. Four hours every night, five nights a week. No preemptions ever. Deal with it. Secondly, uh, on top of that, uh, Carver High's ILC podcast has a huge bash on Saturday, I believe, at the Offside Tavern on 14th Street in Lower Manhattan. Is that about accurate? When does that all begin? That's correct. Saturday night, 5.30 at the Offside Tavern in Manhattan. We'll do a little show. Islanders play at 7 o'clock. I've got an item that I'm raffling off for the Anders Lee uh, Jam Cancer Foundation, so going to make some money for that. It's going to be a good night. Big event. Uh, party starts at 530. 5.30. 5.30. Uh, again, the Offside Tavern on 14th Street in Lower Manhattan. Uh, come check it out if you're an Islander fan or if you're a Carver High fan. You can go see the ILC podcast live show this Saturday night. It's going to be a fun time, that's for sure. There's just absolutely a blast, and everyone drinks all kinds of beers and shots. Reuniting of me and B-Comp on Saturday. He's coming by. Whoa. Old Isle Seed podcast together again on Saturday. Is he uh, allowed to do that? He, is, he absolutely is. What is he, re- uh, receive permission to go? or Come on for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, hang out with me before he goes to work. So. Oh, is he allowed to do a little, uh, little a guest shot? Yeah, a little guest shot. That's what he's doing. Nothing more than that. Nothing more. It's a shame because uh, the show's great solo, but the show was uh, great with you two together. You had a lot of fun, and then there wasn't as much stress on you. Correct. There was a, a lot less. I really didn't do much when it was right. just me and him. There was less stress. Yeah, he did all the work. So anyway, check out Carver High Saturday Night Live this Saturday in the, in New York City at the Offside Tower. And if you're not in New York City, I'll probably stream it on the ILC Podcast Twitter page, so... And that's, uh, oh, is that at ILC Podcast? Yes, you can watch it wherever you are. So then you don't even have to come to the party. In fact, if you're going to come to the party and drink and drive, don't come. Well, that's uh, 100% a fact. You can come to the party, drink, and take a cab home or something like that. That's Uber. Not a problem. You know, that's what Errol should have done. Maybe had his girlfriend drive the Ferrari home. Maybe get a designated Ferrellin driver. Sam and Charlotte, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Ferrell, baby? Sammy. Good man, listen, man. I call in. I call in uh, about four or five times, man. We were talking right. earlier in the season. Right. Uh, yeah, I'm not with the drunk driver. I'm a bartender, man. I get off late. I always see these crazies out here, so I'm definitely not with that. Right. And my my next thing is, what do you think the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers, should do about the Kyle Allen and Cam Newton situation? Well, I, I think Cam, I, I think Sam Cam Newton will get his job back. Is what I think will happen. And they don't have the stones to get rid of him and, and go with Kyle Allen. I think Kyle's done a great job. That's automatic. The other thing is, going back to the drunk driving, I've never understood. I really haven't. Because when I used to drink, and I drank heavily for 30 years, I have to tell you, I always was paranoid every single time about getting in a car drunk. I just never could understand. Like, I was so scared to drive drunk and get pulled over and have my life ruined. Like, you know, you go to jail, the whole deal. 
So I just am not interested in that. I never once got behind a wheel and I was like drunk. I just never did it. I was always too scared of the cops and getting pulled over and they just automatically know and you're busted and you're going to jail. And then your whole life, it's 10, 20, 30 grand later you're spending on lawyers. It's a nightmare. I never thought it was worth it to get in a car drunk or, and the one thing I've taught my kids and you know, the young one, she's 12, she doesn't listen. The other one's 15 and he listens. I'm like, don't get in a car with one of your stupid ass drunk friends because kids can't handle alcohol, but they all think they can, right? They drink at a party and then they get in the car and they drive home. That's the problem. And you get in a car with some kid, some kid the other day, mafia out by us in uh, like where we live. Did you hear about the kid in the Porsche with the 15 year old girl, the two 15 year olds, and he flipped it off the bridge and, and they both died. Uh, at a Porsche doing 100 miles an hour, went off the exit, flipped over, and he was so drunk he drove right off the road and flew off a bridge and landed on a train track dead and the car smashed into a pancake. That's what happens when you get in a car thinking you're gonna make it home drunk driving. Okay, you just are so stupid. It's like unbelievable. It's like I'm paranoid just to get in the car and drive with the cops uh, all over the place, let alone you're so stupid you're, you think you can drive drunk and high. You know what I mean? And, and that's the problem. Everybody thinks they're a badass and it's not going to happen to me and I can, I can just drink and drive every day. And I know people that do it. I know people that drink and drive every single day of their life. I know millions of drunks. And a lot of my friends, drunks, they drink and they drive every day. I know women that drink and go driving around picking up their kids at school drunk. I'm not even making this stuff up. They don't even, they fear nothing. Drunks fear nothing. They, they, Cause they know they're not going to jail. They're just gonna have another big $10,000 fine. And another lawyer, you know, the lawyer's got to get them off for the fourth time or their fourth DUI. It's so embarrassing. It really is. It's laughable. Chuck in Miami. Hey, Scotty, long time listener, big fan, buddy. My man. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, dude. Just wanted to touch on the alcoholic athletes and the baby mama beaters. Um, I mean, Scotty, let's be honest, man. The owners and the managers behind these big-name athletes, I, I think they're doing the same exact thing these guys are doing. That's why they're getting off so so easily. And um, honestly, I think this has just been, go been going on in sports, I mean, for a very long time. I think it's just the, the social media exposure and uh, – Everything that these athletes deal with is, is not, you know, it's not the same as, as the owners and the management. I mean, wasn't Jerry Jones in the stall and and Ursay has, you know, he did his, his thing. I mean, I'll take I'll take my my. Uh, yeah, my I won't listen. Up. I don't argue with it. it. Doesn't matter if it's a uh, if it doesn't matter if it's a player, an owner, a GM, a, a coach, or uh, we've had all that. We've had every single level of power. Uh, I think one of the problems is is that. You know, money has something to do with it. When you got tons of money, you can buy your way out of anything. If you got a great lawyer, you can get out of anything. I mean, I know, I know 20 athletes that have gotten DUIs and they get out of it easily with just good money. All you have to have is money and it's over. <laughs> it never happened. You weren't even driving. You weren't even there. You weren't even in the state. You were nowhere near it. it by the time they're done, the cop is to blame. They literally turn it on the cop. The cop made a mistake. He didn't do it right. It didn't follow protocol, and, and you're off. And the cops are listening to me right now. They know it's true. The cops get screwed all the time on the DUIs. They, if they make one mistake, the guy gets off. They can't make any mistakes at all because that's what these lawyers do. They look for the mistake, and they dig a grave for the cop. They, they make the cop the bad guy and not the drunk driver. The drunk driver just goes to his next drink. It's embarrassing. It's, it's, it's the biggest problem in this country. The, you know, let's face it, drugs, opioids, drunk driving, and, and domestic violence. What more is there? It's a, it's a gift that keeps on giving in pro sports. I mean, it's every day. It's literally every day we talk about this. 
I mean, it's it's something every day of one of the above. And I'm not making this stuff up. It, and I'm not even wrong. I, you can't even argue with me. It's like a waste of time to try to argue with me about it. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench. I don't know what I'm watching. I'm watching drone racing. It's a drone racing league. Have you seen this? The World Championships of Drone Racing, and they're, like, racing in some kind of a mall or something in the dark. So they, they like, turn off all the lights in the mall, and they make it all neon or whatever, and, like, night lights, like, in Vegas or something. And they have these teams and, like, tons of them racing drones through this mall. And, I mean, they're going, like, 40 miles an hour. These things are, it's insanity. And they're crashing and stuff. It's it's crazy. I mean, this is in just absolutely wild. I'm like, what is happening here? I'm watching this thing going, what is going on? I'm starting to get more and more into this, watching these people uh, play these video game wars and these things like these drone racing. Like, it's crazy. I, I mean, I'm like going, what is going on here? Very violent. It's awesome. Uh, I know we're all worried about Errol Spence. Uh, you know, as long as he makes his money, that's all that matters to everybody. I know we got to, God bless him. I mean, as long as he keeps making money, that's, you know, that's the primary goal here of everyone, not to worry about him drunk driving at 100 miles an hour. But uh, Patrick Day, uh, no one cares about him. He's a guy, 27, dead now. He fought last Friday. He's dead now. Brain damage. No one cares about him. They care about the guy, Errol Spence. He can keep drinking and driving and killing people and and then making tons of money. But the kid, uh, junior middleweight Patrick Day, suffered a 10th-round knockout loss Saturday night. Uh, died from brain injuries in Chicago. Uh, he was 27. And uh, there you go. So as long as Errol's all right, that's all that matters, right? Got to make sure he's okay. Conor McGregor and uh, Frankie Edgar, they're trying to make that fight happen in the UFC, allegedly. Both fighters have basically said they want it to happen, right? And they're touting this fight now. Here's what's going to happen there. This is what Carver High and Mavi have been talking about. This guy needs a butter uh, fight so he can go win and get back on, on track. This is the perfect guy to fight because Frankie's shot. Frankie's already had 50 million punches to his skull. I love Frankie. He's one of the great fighters of all time in the UFC, but he's had his day. Has he not? Has that guy not toast? Mavi, you can't tell me he can beat uh, Conor McGregor. I don't, Conor McGregor beat him with one hand tied behind his back. He's still one of the better guys in the division, but yeah, his chin isn't the same as it was back in the day when he used to, you know, had those Gray Maynard fights where it looked like he was out on his feet and still somehow survived and came back and won those fights. It's not the same guy. You wouldn't bet on him against Conor McGregor? I would not, no. But you know what? I, honestly, at this point, it seems like uh, Elwani's reporting that Despite these guys wanting to fight, the UFC seems hesitant. They don't want to make the fight for some whatever reason, whether they don't think it's going to be good enough to promote, whether they don't want to take the chance. I don't know, but it doesn't seem like the UFC Or, or maybe they just think that the same thing I just said, that Frankie's shot. Yeah, but if that if that's the case, then they'd want to make it because then it'll put you know, Connor back up on the map and put him back on the pedestal because Frankie's a name even though he's not the same is guy. It, is it really truly become, will the guy ever fight again in his life? Is he ever going to fight again, ever? Or do we just talk about him every night of our lives for no reason? Because he's worthless to me now with his stupid, cheap-ass whiskey that no one drinks. Let's get into the reality of it. He never fights. He doesn't anymore. And then he, he spends more time in court than he does uh, in the octagon, right? He's always in trouble. So the Popo loves him. And his lawyer just absolutely loves him to death because he's just constantly making money off of this guy's stupid moves, beating up people. The guy beats up normal, everyday people. If you say one word to him, he'll beat you up right in public and kill you. 
He doesn't care about anybody. I agree with Mike Tyson. They gave the guy too much money. That was the problem. He made too much money too fast. He doesn't know how to, he just has no concept of what to do in life. It'll all be gone before you know it. Trust me. The Rams get Jalen Ramsey, but it's clear uh, the L.A.'s other a trade that has the Seahawks scheming for Sunday. I love this story. It's about dealing with Marcus Peters now, right? Because uh, he went from L.A. to Baltimore, and now they're playing him this week. So that's who they're worried about. They care less about uh, what is going on with uh, Ramsey. Uh, Alvin Kamara has a high ankle sprain issue going on. Can't have that guy all banged up. He's our best player. He and Thomas, right? I think Kamara's an absolute freak of nature. Cam Newton's foot injury has healed well, and he's expected to be ready to practice after the team's bye this week. Panthers have said they'll make a determination when uh, he is healthy, and that is right around the corner doing push-ups. Dolphins coach Brian Flores tells reporters that Ryan Fitzmagic will start this Sunday against the Bills, so Josh Rosen to the bench. How pathetic are the Dolphins that every week they start a different quarterback? I mean, just every week they flip the two of them. It's just it's so embarrassing. It's just like last week, though, he came out and he's like, he's going to be our quarterback for the rest of the year, and that's that, you know. And then he even said after the game Sunday when he benched him, oh, no, he's still our starting quarterback. And then today he comes out with – Yeah, I think that's hey, – the... It don't matter who they play the rest of the year. Any week, they're going to get smashed. It just is so embarrassing that they can't just – pick a guy and go with him like neither one of them have been good just pick one of them and go with it Tomlin confirms that Mason Rudolph will start when he's cleared from concussion protocol that guy got his bell rung so badly in that game right I just do not see him playing football for a little while right I I mean he's gonna miss more than one or two weeks isn't he I mean that guy was he looked like he didn't know where he was he got his bell rung like he had the worst concussion I think of this season of anyone that I've seen. That guy, they took his face mask off. He was so out of it. He was, I mean, he looked like a zombie. Trent Brown of the Raiders sued for alleged domestic violence. That a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, here we go. NFL trade deadline. 12 buyers and sellers that could strike uh, in-season deals. Uh, the Ravens, Bills. Do you believe your Bills are buyers? They're going to try to... Pick up somebody? They got a lot of draft picks the next two years. So, uh, so. so they're trying to make move. What do they need? I think that they would want to get another wide receiver or some offensive line depth. Running back, wide receiver, tight end. Chiefs, Eagles, Pats, Seahawks are all buyers, allegedly. Sellers, Cardinals, Falcons, Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Redskins. All the teams that suck. Go figure. Joe and Boise. What's up, for real? How are you doing today, Hey, man? Joe. I'm chilling. That's good. That's good. Hey, a couple, couple things for you. First, I'm a big Philly Eagles fan here. Right. So I'm struggling a little bit this season, if you know what I mean. So I know what you team. mean. My Steelers are worse <laughs> than them. So is that secondary, man. I'm getting heartburn every day from it. I think their secondary is uh, absolutely laughable. I mean, I watched that guy <laughs> Diggs just torch them all day. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I'm laughing with the rest of the country, man. Don't even worry about that. Um, I'm going to go on through a couple things, though. First, I'm going to go into what you were talking about with this whole DUI situation, driving drunk or whatnot. Right. I'm actually here in Idaho as a certified uh, drug and alcohol counselor. Right. Been doing it for about, I'd say, about 11 years or so. And it would be on this side of the fence. It's incredible, man, how many people I get for these DUIs coming in. I'm an evaluator. Right. But also, I also teach the classes. So sure. I get both sides of it, man. Sure. So let me let me, let me tell you something about it, though. These people come in. And, you know, you get the high-end people, you get the people who struggle, so you get all walks of life. Right. And I can tell you right now, man, it all comes down to the same thing. A lot of victim stances, they're the victims. It wasn't their fault. A lot of yada, 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 you know what I mean? 
And so when I teach these classes, you have these judges out here telling them, okay, pay a fee, go sit in the class, bored as hell, do about 10 hours, and then go home. And I can tell you right now, I tell these people, because I tell them just like you do with everybody else, which I appreciate your honesty. Um, I tell these people when they come into my classes, hey, look, eight hours, you might as well just walk out right now because you're not going to learn anything. Um, and basically, what it comes down to is, once again, the accountability, man. Just like with these athletes, right. no accountability. Just like with these high-end celebrities, no accountability. And so once you start getting that in play, things change a little bit. But it's hard, man. Yeah, Very I mean, hard. without a doubt. And and, and it's like I said, they, there's no repercussions. Uh, just because you, you got to go to that class and then you got to take 20 hours of community services, joke. And then you're right back out drunk and driving again. I know people that have multiple four or five DUIs. I mean, I, where I come from, you know, you get two, you should go to jail. I just, I, how many, like, there's only one way to learn. It's the hard way. Nobody ever learns when it's soft landings all the time, and nothing ever happens to you. When daddy says, listen, you went out, you stayed out all night, you drank, you did drugs, you didn't come home for five days, daddy comes home and says, listen, don't do it again, junior, and the kid's going to do it again every time. You got to, there's got to be consequences. I agree with you wholeheartedly, but there aren't. These judges let these people go to these stupid classes, not say anything about yours. It's stupid because they go and don't get anything out of it. There's no repercussions and there's nothing to be learned. They get nothing out of it because they just don't even want to be there. And they're only doing it so that they can get back behind the wheel again. And that's all there is to it. It's a joke. I mean, you got to really want it to stop drinking. You got to stop drinking. The only way people that drink every day and they that's all they do is drink, they're they're going to get multiple DUIs. That's all there is to it. Brown in Boston. Hey, how you doing, Scotty? Hey, dude. Hey, I just want to send out condolences to the family of Patrick Day. It brings me back to uh uh, Boom Boom, Boom Mancini right. and uh Duck Who Kim right. years ago. Yeah. Yeah, no but, doubt. It's, uh, want, it's tough. Yep. Uh, it's a tough sport. Uh, what I wanted was uh, the Jets played the Cowboys really tough. Right. I think the Patriots, uh, they, they don't have many wide receivers, but I wanted your thoughts on them playing Monday night next week with Sam Donald. I think it's going to be a tough game for the Patriots to win, and I want your thoughts. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a tough game at all because the game's in uh, Foxborough, and I think they're going to rub them out. That'll be that. I, I don't think the Jets are going to look great on the road at Gillette Stadium. Uh, this is a different team. Look, they look a lot better with Sam Darnold. I'll give you that. Let's see them put two in a row together. Let's see them go out and kick the Patriots' ass like they did the Cowboys. Here's what happened in that game. The Cowboys took them so lightly, they literally thought, let's go to New York and party, and then we'll go play the Jets. We'll win, and we'll go home, and that'll be that. We'll get ready for the Eagles. They never once took the Jets seriously at all, nor did they take Sam Darnold seriously. They're like, this guy's had mono for a month and a half. We're not worried about him. And they got their ass beat. Now they're going to play the best defense in the NFL, and they're playing up in Foxborough where you know what happens up there, right? I mean, what is it, 90-10 in terms of calls? Tom Brady, they won't, they won't even throw a flag against the Patriots the whole game. I mean, it's just automatic. I mean, you already know what's going to happen in that game. Right, helped the Jets big time last week is that every time Dak dropped back, they were able to nail him. They touched Tom Brady, it's going to be a flag. Oh, you you even breathe on Tom Brady, it's 15 yards. Uh, As long as Tom's happy, you know, I want to make sure of that, of all things. Because, you know, he said the other day in an interview with, I think, uh, our buddy on uh, Westwood One, uh, he said that he's the uh, Jim Gray. The happiest he's ever been in his life. Football makes him so happy. As long as Tom's happy, I'm happy. Seriously. 
Josh Reddick calls out Yankee fans for throwing stuff on the field. I, you know, it's not cool. They're throwing bottles at him out in the outfield. Seriously, like, grow up. Yeah, you, you cannot be throwing things at him. Listen, you want to razz the guy. You want to yell at him. He can hurt him. Exactly. But you can take his eye out. Baseball, what are you doing? They were throwing baseballs and like, bottles what you, what at him. You, what, what kind of a loser are you to throw projectiles at players on the field? Are you kidding me? Stupid. Let's keep it to snowballs, please. World Series tickets in D.C. for Game 3, 53 grand someone bought them for. Joe Madden got his new deal. Uh, the baseball might find the Angels $2 million for failure to report Tyler Skaggs' drug use. How about $2 million for each guy on the team that was doing the drugs? There's about six of them. That's some situation Madden's walking into over there. Uh, maybe he can get some good pills. Bucks and Clippers, the most likely title series in the NBA. They've already written it in stone. <laughs> all right. Sure. Nurkic signs with Clutch Sports. Rich Paul, he gets all the good players. The guy from the Blazers. Zach Levine says the Bulls told him to stop shooting mid-range jumpers. <laughs> Are they taking that out of the game? No more mid-range jumpers? We got a great show tomorrow night at 10. A lot of action, including the uh, Chiefs and Broncos. For Carver High and Mafia, I'm Pharrell. Check out the podcast of the show tonight. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.